This is a HeadGum Podcast. Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Luxe mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Bite, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi, I'm Tig Notaro. And I'm Cheryl Hines. And you're listening to Tig and Cheryl. True story. That's right. Tig and Cheryl, true story. Today, woo! Woo! We have a scorcher. It was a long one. <laughs> yeah. It was a scorcher. Scorcher. We're going to talk about the staircase. Yeah. We talked about birds. Don't lead with birds. Don't tell, don't. Well, don't yell at me I in front feel of like all of that's... our listeners. <laughs> We have so many listeners. They don't want to hear you yelling at me. We talk about murder. Birds. Anal sex. You did. You wouldn't get off of that. <laughs> I won't get off of that. <laughs> it's a. It's very important in this story. It is. And staircases are too. Oh yeah, stair. This yes, yeah. the staircase. Pipes mm-hmm. of all kinds. Pipes of all kinds. Yeah. Pipe dreams. Pipe dreams. Denial. 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 Marines. Yeah. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about. You're going to like it. You guys are going to like it. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. I am the first ever podcast, and Tick and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Hey, Cheryl. Hey, Tig. (laughs) (laughs) How are you doing? I'm fantastic. How are you? That's sarcastic. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm looking at you on our... uh, on my laptop screen, we have this nice little program that allows us to see each other while we are in our own homes. Yes. Not just yes. our homes, but our closets. Let's be very we are honest. both in the closet. Yes. Yeah. A place I fought long and hard to get out of. And here and you I'm, are. I'm back. You're back. We have so much to talk about. We do have a lot to no, talk I'm about. No, I'm dying to talk to you about the staircase. I'm dying to talk to you because I haven't... I haven't said anything to you about it because I've no. been saving it for this podcast. I was surprised that you uh, weren't that you hadn't seen this because somebody, a friend of mine, told me about it years ago. Somebody that I really uh, respect her opinion, and I, I thought, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll check this out. And I was, I mean, I was sucked in, and I and it made me crazy every episode. Because I would be like, well, I don't... And then the next one, I was like, oh, that son of... And then the next one, uh, did I you know. experience that? Well, I, you know, you, you told me to watch it or, you know, you, didn't, you don't boss me around. Uh, but you yes. suggested I watch it. And I thought, like, episode eight, I thought it was done. And I said, I, 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 said I only have like 15 minutes left. I know. <laughs> then there then were, I mean, this thing is, it's long. It's long. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, you have to really want it. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. But yes, I was on an emotional roller coaster and I, I just need to talk about it. 
<laughs> well, if people are not familiar, um, it's uh, it's called The Staircase, and it came out in 2004. It's a true crime docuseries directed by Jean-Xavier de la Strade. De la Strade? De la Strade. Is that what we destroyed? Dis- I don't think it's strayed. Anyway, go ahead. Um, de la Strade. It focuses on the trial of author and Vietnam vet, uh, which is how a lot of people describe me, um, Michael Peterson, accused of murdering his wife, Kathleen Peterson, who died on a staircase in their home. In addition to the original 10 episodes, three follow-up episodes were released by Netflix in 2018, following up on the details of Peterson's case. And that's what you're talking about, you... Uh, not even the net the extra Netflix episodes. You just were halfway through the docu series, yeah. texting me saying, "Well, about to wrap it up," <laughs> and I was so excited. I was texting, going, "Oh, great! What did you think?" Because I thought for sure I'd hear back where you would have something, and then it was just radio silence for another week. Yeah, it was. It's you know. I had a friend who was started watching this, and she said it's really dense and it's hard to get through. So, mm-hmm. so, so I get it. I mean, some people, they might not have 13 hours to. <laughs> yes, they do. These days, of course they do. <laughs> they do. Um, yes. Yeah, so, uh, you know, th- this whole thing is about Michael Peterson. Yeah. And listen, on its face, if you uh-huh. will. Sure. At the beginning, you're like, I don't even understand what the story is. This man was hanging out with his wife. They had some wine. They had a beautiful night together. They went out by the pool. Then she went inside. This he is a came... typical night you and Bobby have. Yeah. So this far, doesn't this... sound weird. No, this is exactly like every night. And then Bobby you're... perks his minivan full of dog hair. <laughs> you're true. up by the pool boozing Freaking it up. Wine. Yeah. Uh, but then, so he comes in and, and his wife is at the bottom of the staircase in a, in a, bloody pool right so it, right so that sounds horrible he calls 911 and yes. i feel like okay episode one i get it that's a sad night <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a sad night <laughs> but it's like i don't understand what the story is cheryl but- if you found bobby at the foot of your stairs in a pool of blood would you be like okay i get it bobby this is a sad night well, I'm just saying, if I told the story, if I told that story to somebody, they would be like, "Yes, that's an awful night." What else happened? I would be like, "What else happened? He he died at the bottom of a staircase." It's, that's I called nine one one. That's the end of the story. So this is my so this is Michael Peterson. He's he's telling the documentarian what happened that night. Right. Okay, right. let's let's listen to this. Kathleen and I were in here watching a movie. I had gone to Blockbusters and rented a video, and we were watching American Sweethearts. And I think it was probably around 11 o'clock that the, uh, the movie ended, and we took our glasses, left the, left the dinner plates, as a matter of fact, on the, there. We were cleaning up the next day. Went into the kitchen. We would talk for hours. Kathleen and I at nighttime would talk two, three hours, talk about the movie or the kids or what we were going to do. And we came in here. I think there was, I'm not sure, we probably had another bottle. Of, we were, I know we were drinking two bottles that night. Uh, it was a nice night. I guess it was 55, 60 degrees. Very nice night. Uh, and I'd gone outside. And we were talking here for a fair amount of time. And then what we would usually do on a nice night, we would go down to the pool, which I always you know, think is about the nicest place on the property. I mean, so far, so good. So far, so birds. good. Yeah, the birds are chirping. He's very The sweet. birds are trying to give us some backstory. The birds are in a panic. <laughs> The birds are like, hey, I saw the whole thing. Tweet, 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 tweet. I mean, so Does anyone far, know bird? So far, this is like, okay, this is the sweetest couple in America. That has a drinking problem. But I mean, the, a bo- two bottle. I mean, maybe this. Two, two bottles. It seems like Is that a lot. normal? 
Uh, I'm not. It a seems wine like drink. a lot. Okay, it, 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 he's not on trial for drinking yet. I don't know if the chairs were like this or not, but I mean they're you know, probably something Listen like to this. Those birds. And they know something. She was. We were both right here, and you know you, you, the dogs would come over, and um, they we were just talking and uh, finishing our, our drinks, and then um, she said, "I got to go in because I've got the conference call in the morning," and uh, she started walking. Uh, out that way, and I stayed right here. Don't think I think anything special to her. Certainly not thinking this is the you know last time I'm going to see her. I said good night. Uh, I'll be up a little bit later, and I uh, stayed here. And she walked, and the last I saw her was when I was there, and she was just walking, walking here. Uh, that's it. That was the last I saw Kathleen alive. No, she was alive when I found her, but barely. Ah, okay. Gotcha. So see, I'm watching that and I'm thinking, I don't know what the big deal is. Did you think that when you were watching that part? I felt like, no, I didn't feel like what's the big deal. I felt like he was one of those people that's giving unnecessary details details mm. yeah like what the temperature was how does he yeah <laughs> and you know we left our plates in the sink mm -hmm. it's like who what do you what he this felt like somebody trying to unnecessarily fill some space yeah because um i don't i don't know it I don't, no, I didn't feel the way you did. Okay. We have different feelings. That's fair. That's okay. Yeah. We don't need to fight about it. So he goes in and then he he sees, you know, after a beautifully perfect night together, what they watched American Sweetheart. I don't even know what that means. Is I that don't either. <laughs> but it's like, okay. We should, we should watch that for our next episode. <laughs> so... So he go he goes in and clearly he, learned nothing from American sweethearts. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. it went the way I feel like it might have gone. But go ahead, what were you saying? He innocently walks into his house. Yeah. He sees his beautiful wife. Yes. At the bottom of the staircase. The staircase is very important in this. Yes, it's the title. Yeah, it's it's, it's the, the title. title. Okay, well, should we listen to his nine one one call? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I would love to. Okay. Nine one one. Where's your emergency? Eighteen ten Cedar Street, please. What's wrong? My wife had an accident. She's still breathing. What kind of accident? She's still on the stairs. She's still breathing. Please come. Is she conscious? What? Is she no. conscious? No, she's not conscious. Okay. Please. How many stairs did what? you fall down? Huh? How many stairs? Stairs. How many stairs? Okay, first of all, if I walked in from my beautiful evening outside with my lovely love life, with Stephanie and I are outside and we've just left our dishes in the sink. Um, and I come back inside and I see her at the foot of the stairs in a bloodbath. There is no way I would call 911 and say she fell down the stairs. That it was I, an accident. The, yeah. The, like my what, wife. Would you lead with the word accident? Yes. My wife had an accident and she <laughs> fell down the stairs. I would be like, oh get, my God, there's the a murderer in my house. <laughs> Help me. My wife is in a pool of blood. I would not be like, oopsie. She had tumbled down the stairs and had an accident. I would be like, oh my God. I would be running. I would, I would, I wouldn't. Right. Plus what, what, you know, I think I would be, and it's easy. Look, we're being armchair 911 callers. 
But Is that what I, it's called? <laughs> yeah. I think I would want to know what I should be doing to help. Let's say if Bobby had was at the bottom of a staircase, like, yes. what do I do until the ambulance gets here? Right. Uh, I don't know either that I would start with, hey, my husband's had an accident. And he fell down the stairs. Yeah, and how do I know? You're right. How do we know that? How do you know? I mean, I guess you make that assumption, like, no, but why, but why is if it she's if if, right. if Bobby and Stephanie are in blood pools of blood at the bottom of our stairs, yeah. how do you know? We would not. I would not think. Oh my God, she t- took a tumble. Okay, that's not what I. I don't think that's what it looks like when you fall down the stairs. Oh, personally. Well, that's where we differ. You feel like. I have Walls. seen I have seen a um scalp injury. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of blood when there's a scalp injury. But so there's I, a lot of yeah, I there's imagine. a lot of blood with the head. I know that. I mean, so if somebody fell down the stairs, I don't know, when they hit their head at every other stair. But every time you for sure gonna knock- hit your head? I don't know. Clearly you think she took a tumble down the stairs. Well, that's what I, you know, I, I'm assuming this man is innocent it, well, because they've been married for, what, 17 years or something? They've been married for a long time, and then all of a sudden one night after they watch a movie together and have wine and talk for hours by the pool, why does he suddenly snap? And then we find out the, there's, a, there's another layer. There's a lot of twists. There's a lot of twists, so... And the the layer that you're talking about is that um, he was maybe uh, venturing outside of the marriage. That's correct. Yes, that was that was a that was a oh well, yeah. look at you yeah stepping out yeah stepping out and he, and it's with men right which let's be honest. I step out with a lot of men. <laughs> no, I, I just think that there could, it, it feels like possibly, because didn't she read some emails? There well, was... so that's then, because everyone's like, well, what's the motive? Well, the idea is, oh, she saw some pornographic images of men that, he had been looking at and Mm -hmm. emails let's get together and have sex and so that idea was uh okay is she but he also made it seem like um i think she would be fine with that yeah it's not a big deal that wouldn't be a big deal to her she would get it yeah she would get it she would get it so that was the first sort of turn right maybe that would be the first hint because he's saying she would get it uh, <laughs> she would get it i don't know that those were his words <laughs> she would get it Tig, don't make light of this this is uh you know this Listen. is serious here's the other thing that happened right after yeah. we found out by mm-hmm. the way this happened in north carolina is that right that's correct in in the night uh, in the 90s i mean people were no early 2000s Early 2000s. Yeah. I think 2002. I mean, that that's also part of the, the, the story of this documentary is it was a, you know, perhaps a homophobic uh, town, small town in North Carolina. And now, now they find out, oh, not only was this guy cheating on his wife, but cheating with a man. Mm-hmm. So that was scandalous. Mm-hmm. And then we find out, so then you feel like, okay, now he's not going to get a fair trial because they're making it sound like he's such a deviant that he can't be trusted. And then you, and then this little issue comes up about another staircase incident. Yeah, he happened. I've personally, I've been alive almost 50 years and I have not, I don't know anyone that's um, been found in a pool of blood at the bottom of staircase. Not not once. 
No. What about twice? Is that no. possible? Is it possible in your lifetime? Listen. Well, you know, what's crazy is my mother actually did die in that, not on the stairs, but she did fall and hit her head and die. And so I didn't find her, but, um, but, uh, it wasn't a bloodbath. She was bleeding through her nose, not to turn this into a total laugh riot. Yeah. But, um, but yes, that, that happened in my life. But I didn't also lose my father that way and my stepfather. But and it's not out of the realm of possibility that you could have. It's not out of the realm of possibility that somebody else in your life that was close to you could have also... For sure. I mean, listen, I have a pair of flip-flops that I wear... <laughs> around the house mm -hmm. and I tell Stephanie all the time this is going to be the death of me I slip all the time mm -hmm. and uh you need some Steph traction well yeah and I I have those uh I have these these have traction okay um but sometimes I don't necessarily want to wear the big Lace traction up. shoes okay um but I feel like I could easily slip mm. and hit my head mm -hmm. and die. And mm -hmm. Stephanie's constantly like, I cleared the hallway for you. I got the kids or toys out of the way. I, you know, She's and then there's Whitney Houston and her daughter. They both died in a bathtub. You know, it does happen. Right. So in this Where case, in this case, uh, we find out that much earlier in his life, Michael Peterson found a woman who was one of his best friends. I'm using air quotes right now. You can see me, but... Are you insinuating maybe he was cheating? <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. um, but also doesn't mean you're a murderer if you're a cheater. I'm not sticking up for cheaters, but I'm just saying. So he... So he this Are was... you sticking up for murderers? <laughs> Murderers, I will really <laughs> stick my neck out for because they deserve a shot. Okay. Um, he, they were in they were in Germany. He was married to to his first wife. Yeah. Uh, he and his first wife had a very close relationship with. Is it Kathleen? Is it Caitlin? Oh no no that that was his wife that was found. Murdered. Oh, Caitlin's his daughter. So his friend in Germany. Mm -hmm. That he lived close by. And He's his, his next door neighbor, right? His next door neighbor and his his wife, who we in, end up talking to, his first wife, you know, she says that it was inconvenient that he was late to dinner every night because he went to the gym. But other than that, if he wasn't at home, he was over at this woman's house helping her with the kids and being a really good friend to her. Yes. Yes. And so one one morning she was found by him. At the bottom of a staircase. At the bottom of a staircase, uh, dead, in a pool of blood. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> so that's when, you know, a red flag comes up and you're like, wow, that's a... A very red... That's a coincidence. Like, that's a, an unfortunate coincidence for him. Really unfortunate. If that's mm -hmm. truly a, a coincidence, mm -hmm. it's possible. But anyway, you know, so that came into the trial. They exhumed her body. Mm -hmm. They looked at her lacerations. Yes. And now, and now that became part of the trial. Oh, it's it's strange that you also found another woman that you cared about murdered at the bottom of a staircase. Um. During possible cheating times. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, you know, he ended up raising her, her two daughters as his own. So that's mm -hmm. like, wow, that's a, that's nice. Admirable. Admirable. What, you know, man has a heart to do that. That's nice. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so that's when it takes another turn and you're like, oh, okay, well, that uh, doesn't look good. You know. No. Two no. women in his life. Dead. That can't help your case. Cannot help. It, it can't be like, here, let, you know, the defense team doesn't say, you know, let us bring in some evidence. He also found this other person at the bottom of the yeah. stairs. Here's the thing, too, that I found weird. <laughs> the blowpoke. First of all, I never even heard of a blowpoke before. I haven't either. Before. And everybody's talking about and a blowpoke. Like 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 I've everybody. heard of slowpoke. <laughs> I've heard but... of like a, just a poke. A sure. poker. A poker. A fire I've poker. Heard of, I've heard of blow. I've heard of blow and I've heard of a poker, but not a yeah. blow poker. A blow I've poke. heard of, yeah. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. So... They were saying that the murder weapon was a blowpoke, a hollow. <laughs> mm. I think of like a cane pole. You must too because you're Southern. No? Like the hollow bamboo. Bamboo, yeah. So it was a, it's a hollow, long metal tube with a poker at the end for your fireplace. So you can blow on the fire and poke it. So they yeah. so they said it was definitely blow poke. <laughs> it was definitely done by this blow poke. But whoever named a blow poke, they were right on blow poke. Right on. They the also named fireplace. <laughs> they're very literal. They're very... they're they This is a blow poke. This is a fireplace. This is a yeah. driveway. Yeah. This is uh, what else do you need me to name? It's a little on the nose. No, I we get it. We get it. Okay. So, yeah, so that was kind of strange because I thought, well, if it's hollow, mm. uh, it seems like a weird murder weapon. Where's my blow poke? But they couldn't find, they couldn't find the, the blow poke. But I then mean, they found it. I, listen, I'm not a murderer, but uh-huh. if I were to murder someone, it You'd wouldn't be with poke. a long, hollow. Oh. Oh. What were you saying? Well, how would you? I'm curious to hear how you would murder someone. I mean, I would probably, I'd probably poison, or uh-huh. you know, I don't know, find a nice way to do it. But, but if I were to, if I was, gonna, what is a nice way to murder well, someone? Well, I think like, hmm, I don't know. OD on, uh, what what's the uh, thing that you get in the hospital to ease your pain? Medicine. <laughs> yeah, but there's. Like, what's the number one painkiller? Dilaudid. 
Delauded. Oh, there's the other. Okay. No, Delauded's top. I, I have okay, it every so time I, just, I visit. I'd slip somebody a lot of Delauded and be like, uh, R.I.P., sir, or ma'am. Yeah. Uh, but it wouldn't be with a hollow blowpoke. It would be with, with a hammer. So Listen, did that make you think, he didn't do it. He's not going to grab a hollow blowpoke. Yeah, because I'm like, that's that's ridiculous. They just uh-huh. had two bottles of wine and talked for two hours. He's not suddenly mad at her. He's going to grab the blowpoke. You don't think he was setting the stage and just oh. thinking, oh, we're going to have a nice night. Wow. You know, manipulative. The long game. Of, yeah, the long murder game. I mean, why would he go through all that trouble? Why not, like, do it before well, he Blockbuster? Went, well, because he wants it to look, look like, like he was having a nice evening, you know? We okay. we had dinner. We we rented this movie. We were sitting outside. So did you think the whole time you were watching it? Did you think, oh, this guy's guilty? That's what it sounds like to me. I you went didn't even back have an open and mind. forth. Mm-hmm. I went back and forth. I mean, it truly made me crazy. I, it did make me crazy. I think my turning point was actually there were several. It, it was. I mean, <laughs> there were several. The, you can, it's hard to ignore the second dead person at the bottom of the stairs and the, um, you know, the gay affair um, that the wife that he's claiming. But did you think this was, so during the trial, the the other, the opposing attorney, the woman who looked crazy was like, when she was talking to the jury and she was like, he was having anal sex. Anal sex. I mean, what did that's like what I I feel like, okay, lady, relax. It's <laughs> it that's what I felt like. Maybe he's not getting a fair trial. She's like tr- trying to she's so concerned about the anal sex and I don't know, like trying to ignore the facts of the case. For sure. It, it definitely seemed like a, a um, there was a, a lot of homophobia, homophobia yeah. crawling around. And it did seem like archaic times Yeah, to hear somebody outraged by gay behavior, gay sex. And how about Chad, one of Michael Peterson's lovers? Mm-hmm. That took the stand, and he was like, and and the attorney was like, "Well, what did y'all do?" And he was basically <laughs> like, "What didn't we do?" And she would like look at the jury, like, "Oh my God, are y'all hearing this?" <laughs> it was like, "What are we watching? Settle down! I don't even know what's happening here." It was what I I couldn't figure out what you know, I couldn't figure out what was happening. Like, are we even talking about? I wanted to hear more about the staircase. Like, I just wanted them to say, look, if she fell down the staircase, Uh she hit her head there, there, and there, and it would have splattered up the wall. You're saying you wanted facts. I wanted... You didn't want um, melodrama. I didn't need to hear... Yeah, I didn't need to You didn't want gossip. Well, I did like... I mean, I enjoyed it. Sure. I enjoyed listening to... I mean, that sounds terrible to say. I'm just saying it to you, but I enjoyed listening to the details, to the details about Michael Peterson's military homoerotic fantasies. Does that Um, make me a bad person or no? That makes me normal. You're very normal. Thank you. Um, You know what I was torn about Hmm. from the first episode to the Netflix catch-up episodes is David Rudolph. I um, really liked him. I loved him. He's so likable to where I was even thinking, oh, if I think he's my type. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So he was Michael Peterson's attorney, mm-hmm. and he did seem like a straight shooter Mm-hmm. He never said, he never, I never heard him ask Michael Peterson, hey, did you kill your wife? Mm-hmm. Did you hear, do you remember him asking? He was just like, look, let's just, 
Let's just. It's so interesting how attorneys, that is what they do. They take on a case and you pay them money and you are, they believe you. You know, it's like. They they don't believe you, but you know. But they, that they're going with your side of the story. Yeah, it's and they it's don't really want to. It's so interesting, but you know, it's also like a, it's like a therapist, right? So if you go to a therapist and you have a problem, let's mm-hmm. say it's like, oh, uh, John and I aren't getting along. He's doing X, Y, and Z. Well, it's there. It's not their place to, to try to figure out what John is really doing. You know, it's just like, oh, how? What are your feelings about, about it? It is very similar, and I've thought about that a lot with therapy because it, it's they just are compl- immediately on your side. Yeah. They only know what you're telling them. They don't care about what the truth is. It doesn't matter. The truth doesn't matter. It's just your interpretation of it and your feelings about it. <laughs> so that's what it reminded me of. Like, yeah, because Rudolph was this such a great... Um, Person. He seems like a good person who's yeah, who's, so likable, yeah. so smart and like easy. Yeah, I don't know what I'm looking for in a man. Apparently, <laughs> I when Stephanie and I were watching the follow up three episodes, I said, you know, it's weird. I kind of think this guy's attractive, and she said, I remember you saying that the first time we watched <laughs> this. <laughs> I said, like, oh, I guess I really do. Feel this way. You still do after uh, all, those all these years. years. <laughs> the flame has not it's, died down. No. Well, j- hey, if anybody's listening to the blowpoke theory, mm-hmm. and that they couldn't find the blowpoke because it was a murder weapon, and he got rid of it, then later they did find the blowpoke with cobwebs all around yeah. it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh. So that was sort of glossed over, if you ask me. I didn't. <laughs> Nobody did. Nobody, Nobody asked you. Nobody did. But you're just going to plow through with your opinions. I'm just, I just wanted him to get a fair trial. Mm-hmm. And so far it was colored with anal sex mm-hmm. and a blowpoke. Did Bobby watch this with you? He did. It's uh-huh. it's not that fun watching, uh, watching with documentaries. Well, with an attorney, but also <laughs> with um, Bobby, because while you're watching it, he will look it up online and see how it ends and what they're all doing. And it's like he's like, okay, <laughs> like, don't don't say okay and don't don't tell me. He's like, why? Wait till you hear this like okay just i've got 10 and so more did he hours. tell you no because i oh, okay. i you know but it causes problems in our marriage because i'm like don't don't talk to me uh, don't look at me i can tell you know you're trying to like tell me oh he did it mm-hmm. or he's you know in jail or whatever and it is. how heightened are the problems in your marriage with this documentary well well the staircase was really it was really cause some marital problems <laughs> because it's long. it's long he he doesn't have the patience for these types of it sounds like you don't either i do oh, okay but you know when you're sharing space with someone you have to consider their feelings and now when you were watching when you were watching this did you feel like the filmmaker filmmakers were um on one side or the other um, well, it was definitely told through Peterson's lens, so to speak, because it was a documentary about him. So, but I thought it was done so fairly. It didn't seem to me like it was tipped to one side or the other. Mm-hmm. I felt like there were moments, maybe it's just that it seems so glaring after a while that he maybe did this, that it seemed like they were trying to like show the other side of it. No, that 
oh. showing oh that he's guilty but then i kept thinking i don't i don't know it it just might be that it's hard to deny certain um coincidences uh, that coincidence yeah well because that's it it's like if you're a jury member for a murder trial i mean how difficult would it be to say yes even though those were the only two people that knew what happened one of them's dead he's the only person didn't he have blood splatter on his shorts tig i'm being picky i'm being too particular you he did <laughs> however we learned later i mean are we like t- telling this in chronological order uh-huh. uh we find out later that that the uh i know there's a name for it like the blood expert that he was corrupt and a liar and he he gave um fake evidence mm-hmm. to different trials mm-hmm. so how can you trust that guy talking about blood spatter that's the problem. So would you be able... Here's my question. Would If you were on the jury, would you say, yeah, that Peterson definitely did it and he should die in jail? Would you have been comfortable saying that? Here's, here's the thing. You know what I found so odd is his kind of just casual, blasé uh, behavior. And I think that there's certain things that are so telling... And, you know, even if it had been 15 years after Stephanie died, I wouldn't be saying, okay, like when, when his, when his, when his attorney said he couldn't continue with the case and, 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 uh, Michael, is that his name? Peterson. Yeah. Michael, that Michael is like. All right, so there's nothing I can do to convince you to stay. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Well, thanks anyway. And I understand people have different personality types, but there would be such a desperation in me to come on. We, we have to do like we've come so far. We have You're, come so you've far. Believed in me this whole yeah. time, and and I've needed you. You've been by my and side. And then when he's sitting with his kids, and he's like. I don't know if I should, you know, I feel like I've put everyone through so much. Should I, I say we don't move forward. What do you guys think? You know, I feel like it, there's just this casualness that I don't understand. And again, I get that people have different personalities. I do things that people go, oh, you're so mellow. You're so this, you're so that. But when you know something and you are fighting for something. And this is the love of your life that fell down the stairs and you're accused of murdering her. It's, it's, uh, it's just, it just feels like the delivery would be so different. Well, he was also a Marine. But. And a Vietnam He's vet. not, he's not stoic. Well, that's true. That's the thing. He's not. He stoic. is not. He's not a stoic man. No. He's a very um, animated, yes. um, uh, emotional, emotional he, he man. Cries. He cries. He, he cries. He cries. You want to hear that clip? Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's hear let's, this. Let's hear the clip where he he says that he he cries all the time. Let's hear that. When I got out, I would sit here by myself. And because I had all this new room that I didn't have before, I could walk from room to room and I could do what I want. And everything was so emotionally powerful. I would cry over anything, music. I remember once Patty and I went to a ballet uh, and uh, it it was, uh, they were dancing to Bach, or maybe it was Verdi. In any case, I was crying and and thank God it was dark. And I realized everything was making me cry. And so I went to see the head psychiatrist at the VA. And, thank God. Yeah, 
He says, well, what do you want me to do? And I said, well, I want you to unfuck my head. I'm feeling, I don't know what's wrong with me. He said, are you suicidal? I said, no. He said, are you uh, depressed? I said, no, I don't think so. He said, well, I don't know what I can do. He said, well, what, what's the problem? I said, well, I'm crying all the time. And he said, well, go ahead and cry. Hmm. Okay. I love that there is confusion over why this man's crying. I, I mean, it's like whether you're guilty or innocent, of course you're going to be crying all the time. Because, because if you murdered somebody... Or and you've and or if you didn't murder somebody, Even if you just lost them and you saw their at the dead bottom bodies, of a stair. A, and two and two two women in his life, two, two and you have the all love. these kids and you've racked up, yeah, and there's so much much emotion. And then and then you went to prison. I don't want to spoil it for people, but by this point, let's be honest, he did get in trouble. It, you know, um, so, yeah, I could see why he would be emotional. But you're right. He was never emotional about about something. The loss of her. Yeah, it's like, um, you know, it, it, if I were walking through or reminiscing about this horrible um, moment, there would just be, uh, I think, a real heaviness, a darkness, a... I, it would... It would be a lot. And yeah. to say that he, he's military or he's uh, from Vietnam, this is just not a stoic man yeah. that where you where you go, oh, yeah, this guy, he's clearly, he's, you know, military. Bottled it up. Vietnam, really, yeah. He's this not is, bottled up. No, he's so um, no, effusive. Yeah. yeah, and there were moments, that stupid pipe, I didn't like. Blow pipe. No, no, but he smoked oh. the pipe. You know, oh, yes, and then yeah. he'd like leave it in his mouth while he talked. And I yes, was like, okay, yes. hey. You're trying to run us all off. <laughs> I'm trying to hang in there with you, and you can't take the pipe out of your mouth when you <laughs> But, but I, I was thinking that too because there were moments when, and listen, I can't, I, I can't judge. I don't know. I haven't been in his shoes. I don't know what it's like. I'm sure details of a case get, uh, you after a while you're desensitized to them because you heard them so much or said them so much or whatever but there were definitely moments when it was like okay so so she falls down the staircase she hits her head bam 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 blood splatter up there it's kind of like i don't know if that was somebody i loved and they fell down the stairs i don't think different delivery i don't think there's gonna be any day when i was like ah then he got hit over the head with a hammer pow 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 <laughs> and then you know we just be like so... yes and then and then even at the when the when um in the uh final episodes with uh for netflix when he's so annoyed everybody's so annoyed by kathleen's sisters oh they're so annoying it's like yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's going to be irritated. <laughs> she's going to probably not be real casual about the bang, bang, bang. Yeah. You know, you should probably be matching her emotion. You should be outraged that you are being accused of murder. Yeah, I think that's the thing, too. I'm always shocked at the people... If their loved one is killed or dies mm -hmm. and someone says, mm -hmm. I think you did it. Just the re a reaction to that just seems like, are you talking to me? You exactly. Think, Why in God's name do you think I would murder Bobby? I'm just saying. Right. Um, but it would just be, uh, I would not be able to process that. Even like 20 years later, if one person in the world thought that I killed somebody, it would just be like, what? Yeah. But there never seemed to be that moment of. No, it's. Uh, but also. Yeah, I didn't do it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. So just to let people know, they can stop listening now if they're like, I need to know how this ends. He goes to jail. He serves some time. They realize that the forensic 
scientist was a fraud and he uh, had been fraudulent in several cases. So they said, okay, Peterson should get out of jail so we can consider a new trial. Uh Um, Then he gets out and then, I don't know, it all starts over again and his attorney Rudolph is like, I can't do it. I can't, I can't do another trial. Everybody says, I can't do another trial. And then he finally says, okay, I'll agree to an Alfred plea where they say guilty, but I'm not um, saying I'm guilty. Right. Uh, so that's basically what happened, right? So he, yeah. that's how he's going to spend the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. Um, so this guy, it's not a good, P- Peterson, it's not a flattering s- story for him in the least. Uh, but when I read like some, some behind the scenes, yeah, his editor of this yes. documentary yes. fell in love with him. A, w- a woman, correct. which actually that's what shocked me the most of this whole story. What <laughs> there was a woman editor fell in love with Michael Peterson while she was yes. watching this. What moment was she watching it where she was like, "Ah, oh, I gotta I, have, I gotta make out with that guy." I think she wanted more than that. I mean, it's it's like I find human beings fascinating i do too and this is not an important part Mm -hmm. but i found it fascinating and you know i absolutely love and adore david rudolph yes you know i know you're sexually attracted to him and emotionally uh, mentally attracted Go ahead. I don't even know that it's sexually. You know what no, I, it's I like? Sexual. His mouth a lot, a lot. I like his mouth. I've never heard you say that about anyone. Anyone? Maybe, maybe Stephanie, but definitely never a man. Well, no. Um, but anyway. But that's not the point. The point that is not the point. What I found the most baffling <laughs> that he said yes. was he said. He talked about the toll that this trial has taken mm-hmm. on Michael Peterson and to look at him and you can see the toll that it's taken on him. And I turned to Stephanie and I was saying, what is this man talking about? This is a 15 year span of time <laughs> that is, he's 70 something. Well, it was jarring. You're going to look older differently. Yeah. 15 it, years later was- when you're. And you and you've been in prison, probably not not like great. He looked like a person that age, but he also looked like maybe he had some sort of face work done, but maybe maybe not. Well, maybe um, even before prison. Yeah, there's a, there exactly. Was, there's something. Uh, listen, this would be a different story if it was like this guy is so normal and everybody thinks he <laughs> killed his wife. That would but be. But like, people do think that there are people that think that and. But go ahead. What were you well, going to say? Well, no. It's like, I would just like one person who's being accused of murder that just is like, seems like a normal person. Not like, uh, you know, not smoking a pipe and talking about what temperature it was. Bang, bang, boom. <laughs> uh, we left dishes in the sink. It's like just... nobody cares. <laughs> you know, the oatmeal was out on the counter. Um, nobody's worried about that. Yeah. But what well, he was I a writer. About, he was a writer. So we should say that he was a novelist. And as a writer, Uh-oh. you should know how to edit. Oh. And he does he's not a good editor, okay? No. But what I think we should bring in yes. before we start to t- wrap this yes. up. Yes. I hope you're going to say the theory. Yes. This is the only thing that makes sense to me. <laughs> You're insane. This is you're insane. This is, you're insane. This is where and I go. Okay, I no. was right. Maybe oh, he didn't please. do it. He didn't please. do it. Cheryl Marie Hines. But, I don't know what your middle name is, but listen to me. It's Ruth. It's a biblical name. Listen. Okay. Okay. But but I also don't understand why it was never introduced in the trial. 
because it's crazy. <laughs> so the th- and I love that that's the thing that makes it, we haven't even mentioned what it is. Okay. There is a theory yes. that she was not murdered. She did not fall down the stairs. What? She was attacked by, by an owl. owl. Listen. Good night. Good night. Mike. Thank drop. you. See you later. See you next week. Uh, listen. That what I read was they found feathers in her hair. They think okay. that an owl. Did you hear the birds outside in their backyard? Okay, but let me. They have a bird problem <laughs> over there. You think? Well, every time Michael Peterson walks outside, they're like, "You guys, you guys <laughs> over here, this guy did it." Yes, tweet, tweet, tweet. And they're trying to blame an owl. Like what yes. about people? Yes. No. So they said. They said, listen, here's a theory. She was mm-hmm. outside. An yes. owl landed on her head. She was disoriented. This owl scratched her. Because the thing yeah. is, too, this is a big this is a big one, mm. is that she didn't have any fractures in her skull. So mm. they were saying if somebody killed her with an object, why didn't her skull fracture? So mm-hmm. the owl theory answers that. The owl scratched her head. Uh, she finally went back inside, started going up the stairs, and then passed out from them. You can still have lacerations, right? From being hit rather than... Not being hit that hard? I, Cheryl, I don't, I don't know. know. I, what I do know is there was not an owl. You don't know that. Were you there? I felt like it after after thirteen 20, hours. Twenty, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I felt so. You feel like you would be perfectly fine if you were in that jury saying, "You know what? I get the feeling he did it." Here's 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 the thing. Okay, there is reasonable doubt. Yes, in every case, there is really going to be reasonable doubt. Every. Every time. You can make a case for anything. Well, I don't know if that's true. I mean, why do some people, why why do some juries, you know, it's unanimous and everybody says he they're guilty? Because the attorney didn't, didn't create the, yeah. This is but, all about the attorneys for you. Ugh, well, it's about Rudolph. You know I love Rudolph. Which, by the way, you think you would be on his side. I, I, I. I'm torn. You think this? You is think this sits right you? with me? No. Do you think? I ha- do you think Rudolph the whole time? Do I think I'm his type? No. <laughs> Does that pain me? Yes. <laughs> do you think Rudolph the whole time was looking at the camera like I don't know for sure, but I'll do my best. <laughs> because I never felt like I don't know. I felt like he. I felt like Rudolph was more about he needs a fair trial. These are the facts. I don't know that he was ever like... Of course. He needed a fair trial. He didn't... I... No, no, you're right. He should be out there. He should be out there. You're right. I mean, what are the odds that... Careful of owls, guys. (laughs) When you're out in the world, careful of owls. Well, by the way, if you move in with them, it's got to be a one-story house. It just does. I mean, I would just be like... (laughs) I I trust you. I swear to God, I trust you, but I... I can't. <laughs> I can't. The follow-up movie is what staircase? <laughs> um, I think, listen, I think uh, it would have been helpful if he didn't have a secret love life. This has nothing to do with being gay. It is truly just no, but it's a, a dishonest. It's a, it's a secret that you, that your family doesn't know about for years and it's, it's a different life. It's a different life he had than they thought. Yeah. And by the way, there were there some of his kids, you know, believed that he did it. I don't know why I'm whispering this to you. <laughs> and then the two girls that he adopted from the first unfortunate woman who fell down the yes. staircase, they stuck with him. Although, did you see the crack at the end when it was like, they were like, it is 
kind of strange that there was another staircase. And then the credits roll. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about it. I still don't know how to feel about it. Do you feel like an owl got the first lady too? I feel like you are mocking um, the owl theory and it should be looked at. I don't know what happened to the first lady. The owl theory has been out there and if it was worth anything, it would have been a part of that follow-up uh, for the series. That They would have been like, oh yes, th there's the something here. Hmm. I don't know if I believe you. If that was a reasonable element to take into account, I think attorneys would be, and and the Netflix would be like, we got to get on this owl, owl thing. defense. All right. What, I, it I feels mean, like we can agree to disagree. Ways. We agree to disagree. We've done it before. We've done it before. <laughs> so wait, just to be clear, you would say mm -hmm. he needs to go to jail, back to jail. I, I, I would person. I personally find this man to be guilty. On a hunch. Let's go to commercial. <laughs> I don't think he's innocent, but I don't. I don't feel confident enough to say he needs to die in jail. I don't know. Well, maybe he could die on the way to jail. Okay. I, I, it's not up to me where this man Dies. passes away or how. All right, Cheryl. So we're going to agree to disagree for the millionth time in our friendship. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but I won. I won. Um, let's do the final segment. Um, uh, today, I'm going to pick out of this little final segment box. Mm -hmm. And I'm choosing the doc is in the details. Mm. So this will be a favorite small moment that uh, maybe somebody missed. They might have missed. Well, maybe a viewer missed this. Yeah, I, and it's worth going back. So you and I love <laughs> all the little details in a documentary, especially since it's real life and, you know, yeah. nobody staged it. And there's, well, there's an episode when Michael is cooking. Sure. And they're talking about the trial and once again in his sort of glib way yeah. um and he's cook making something in a frying pan and i am telling you i wasn't the only one that noticed it because clearly the camera operator panned down to the pan <laughs> and looked at i i i honestly i froze the screen because i needed to t take a look at that pan and what he was making and i still could not I could not figure out what he was making. It looked uh, inedible, and he was making it for his two, the two daughters that like him. Yeah. Um, and then the camera operator panned back up to him. I didn't notice this. I yeah. Have well, I have a thing about food in mm -hmm. um, commercials and film. Uh -huh. it's, it fascinates me because there are, okay. food, there are people, that's their job. Their whole job to is, is to make food look good in a film or whatever. Well, and this is a documentary, so no, it was nobody's job. There was job. no food stylist. and He was just caught being a terrible cook. <laughs> he, was, he was busted. It was. I don't know. I just want to know what it was. Is that what he <laughs> makes his family? I don't. I, I need to know what he was cooking. We need to. We should have pulled the clip of that sizzling on the griddle. <laughs> Was it a noodle? Because no. I really miss it. I know. It, was it no. a soup? No. Was it maybe a, an it, animal? No, it was in it. It was it. It was like a something. Like a goop? Yeah, goop. It was goop. It was a goop. It was goop in a frying pan. Like goop. I mm -hmm. could not make out a shape. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't make out a shape. I couldn't even make out. Is that a meat or is it vegetable? I couldn't. Anyway, that's what I'm left if with. If I go back and I look at this, yeah. and it is a piece of fried chicken. It's not. I Okay. I, I challenge you to go back and tell me what it is. If was. I go back and he is peeling an orange. He's not. He's not. He's frying goop. It's like it's like you said. He's frying All right. gelatinous well, there you have goop. It. Yeah. The doc is in the details. <laughs> One more reason not to like Michael Peterson. 
And one more reason to yep. love David Rudolph. Uh, I like him too. I like him too. No, I know. Is he attractive? Like, I, I, I don't attractive. know. He's attractive. But, like, uh -huh. if somebody set you up on a blind date with him and you open the door, would you be like, hey? Or would you feel like, okay. But So you wouldn't open the door and be like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I got to get on those lips. Uh -huh. I wouldn't. But if I was having drinks with him, I'd be like, oh, this guy's smart and I like him. Yeah. And then, but not wine. You don't do well with wine. No, I need something hard. I need hard liquor. Yeah. Okay. Well, Cheryl, it was a treat uh, catching up with you over uh, the staircase. Oh, yeah. the staircase. We do plan on doing this again, right? Oh, I, it's a must. It's a must. And um, I would say if somebody's listening today and they enjoyed it, they should subscribe. They should. Wouldn't you say? I think they yeah. should. I think they'll love it every time. <laughs> Maybe give us a rating or comment mm -hmm. or tell a friend. Mm -hmm. about Tig and Cheryl, true story. True story. Let's do it again. Okay. Let's do it again sometime. Okay. Tig and Cheryl, true story is hosted by me, Tig Notaro, and Cheryl Hines. It's produced by Gabby Kovacic and Thomas Willette, audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willette, with music by David Susson. Special thanks to Patrick McDonald and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really, really appreciate it. You can email us at story at gmail.com. On next week's episode, we'll be talking about Metallica, some kind of monster. It's a good one, so tune in. That was a HeadGum Podcast.